I've been here before is the name of that song by it sounds like Tina Marie to me but this is uh, Terrence Ryder Bright Impressions giving you thought-provoking conversations that are so nice they'll make you want to digest it again my friends I thank you boy do I thank you for listening to the podcast tonight's segment as I stated for the commercial is going to be hmm, love lust or bad behaviors our subtopic will be how do you know when you're in a toxic relationship. How do you know? Our foreword is, comes to mind, when we were children, that's when we discovered love. That's when we discovered hate. And how to get past either one. See, little boys were taught They mashed their fingers and they burst out crying or they fell off a toy and they burst out crying or someone broke their toy and they burst out crying. We were always taught as little boys, stop crying. No matter what, no matter the intensity of the pain, we were always told, stop crying, man up, tough it out, all those things. So when we became teenagers and we grew into manhood, most men know how to mask their pain. without facing their frustrations so once we grow up and we get married and we go on to meeting people we never uncover uncover the true pain little girls are taught they get the little dolled up dresses the little frilly socks uh, hula hoops uh, jack stones I'm telling my age now or back in the day the easy bake oven we know how to be, they, well, they know how to be wholesome. They know how to um, make that wholesome home. Then they get the, um, the little, uh, what was it, the little dolls and dress them up. They know how to attract. So when they get older and they get married, they know how to attract the type of person that they want. But again, this is Terrence Ryder, Right Impressions, giving you most thought-provoking conversation. And we know that are so nice, they'll make you want to digest it. We're going to, as we always do, I'm going to start off our segment to clear our minds and give you a moment to satisfy yourself. We're going to pray and I ask you to pray with me. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you right now to give thanks for this creation that we call Sunday afternoon. We thank you for um, our health, our strength, the days that have passed us that we'll never see again. But we hope that we have learned from each and every one. Tonight's podcast, as we listen to, called Love, Lust, or Simply Bad Behavior. We open our minds and our hearts that we can manifest this word and we can learn from this word from each other. That we can reach out and we can touch someone else. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So we're going to dive right into our program. I'm going to take a couple of captions from a book that I was reading and certain things that are highlighted that made them stick with me bear with me I got slight cold and I'm, I was coughing earlier but um, again we're going to get through this I think we know every one of us knows someone <clears throat> excuse me either in that in one of these or have been one of these or it could be us a lot of times we're so close to the problem we don't realize that we are that problem So what's the difference between being in a healthy, loving, 
relationship and trauma bonding. Can you spot the difference between a healthy bond or a toxic one? Sometimes the red flags are so subtle in the beginning they can be mistaken for love. Growing into true love or loving relationships, it takes time and is an investment in getting to truly know a person. Being swept off your feet sounds like a fairy tale, I know, but those sometimes only exist in love stories like Lifetime or Disney movie. Trauma and unhealthy dating habits have a way of masquerading as love. And if you are not self-aware, you could get caught in a dangerous situation. Depending on where you are mentally, it may be extremely hard to tell the difference between love and toxicity. So according to psychologically today, psychology excuse me, psychology today, trauma is bonding which is similar to Stockholm Syndrome, in which people held captive come to have feelings of trust or even affection for the very people who captured and held them against their will. This type of survival strategy can also occur in your relationship. It is called trauma bonding. And it can occur when a person is in a relationship with a narcissist. There's so many times when I think back on my own dating life and what was the connection that I had to that person. It never occurred to me to examine where I was emotionally or mentally at that particular time in my life. It also never dawned on me to understand how I create the connections, what I value as important in developing a bond. But we have to always remember sometimes we are not healed from certain things in our past. And we carry that luggage. So we love meeting people. We love the, the, the laughter, the phone calls, the giggles, the sweet um, tender moments, the pillow talks and all those things. But we don't forget. We always forget. We want to know everything there is about to know about a person. And we always forget about the junk in the trunk. The traumas of past relationships, whether familiar or not, and drag that visible luggage into that relationship that you so want at this time. The bonds and connections we make with new partners are steeped in the traumas of what we never confronted. So we're going to look at that. What is trauma bonding? Trauma bonding can be tough to identify. There are a lot of toxic characteristics that disguise themselves as love. Having a clear understanding of what trauma bonding is and how it cultivates can help you to navigate the way you move through any relationships. So how can we recognize the trauma bonding or what trauma bonding is? Essentially, trauma bonding is oftentimes steeped into our experiences as kids, like I said before. It is how we attach ourselves to our partners and to our abusers. The experiences we have as children bonding with a caretaker, it'll shape how we maintain a bond with a romantic partner later on in life. If your childhood was filled with abuse and trauma, you will be attracted to that in a partner and in a relationship, but because it's all you understand as far as love. 
For children, it is a survival tool that is learned in order to protect themselves. So we experience any kind of child. So if they experience any kind of childhood abuse, whether it be emotional or physical, they learn as kids. If you want to keep yourself safe and you don't want to be hurt, you have to do everything in your power that you can to please your abuser. And if this abuse goes unchecked, it will continue to manifest in a never ending cycle. And later on, we replicate the same pattern in our romantic relationships if those issues have not been resolved. So if our partner is physically or emotionally abusive, it's sometimes difficult to identify that you are being abused because you associate that abuse with love. <coughs> Excuse me. So how do we know the difference in the trauma bonding when we are in a loving relationship? There are always red flags that should alert you to potential problems you might encounter during the life of your relationship. A lot of times abusers use their past traumas to relate to a potential partner to reel them in, a, in that relationship, only to use intimate details shared by their partner as a method of their control. It is important to take the time to get to know someone you are interested in romantically, always. Know what questions to ask. So I'm gonna give you a list of things, or something we're gonna discuss the details, the details, signs, or the signals that you're in a trauma bond. Here's one: the relationship is moving too fast. One of the signs that you might be heading towards a trauma bonding is. If the relationship starts and progresses really quickly, before you know it, you're like, ah, what happened? <clears throat> Excuse me, the relationship is taking off way too quick and you don't have time to react. You, you, you lose all tracks and thoughts about what's going on. Anytime you have a person who's an abuser and looking to get in a relationship, they are going to move things along as quickly and as possibly as they can in the beginning. And if you are on the on the receiving end, this may feel very romantic, like a whirlwind love affair or love at first sight. Not to say those things don't exist, but the quickness and the intensity are used as a way to mask what the abuser doesn't want you to know. And when all of that is happening, that is typically because the abuser doesn't want you to discover things about their past. If there is an insistence to elevate the relationship very quickly, that is definitely a warning sign that trauma is happening. I got another one here. You have a preoccupation with always presenting the good in your partner. That preoccupation, like it's your job, it's your duty to paint a picture of your partner. Although you have the inkling of a thought of what's really going on, you paint this picture to everyone around you. So you might say things like, he's controlling because of the way he grew up. If you find yourself doing this excessively, it may be a sign that you're bonding to your partner's trauma and allowing it to cloud your judgment. If you seem preoccupied with presenting your partner as being a good partner in the relationship, meaning you are going to do anything and say whatever to elevate them in the relationship, you are probably in a trauma relationship. 
You will do this to be sure that there are no outsiders that can criticize that person in any shape, form, or fashion, or how they behave, or how they treat you because they are the cream of the crop to you. If you are consistently having to make excuses for your, pos- for your partner's negative or bad behaviors, that is the sign of trauma bonding right there at its finest. Am I helping anybody? <clears throat> Another one that comes to mind, you have an extreme fear of abandonment. A lot of us sometimes don't come to grips that we're afraid. Not all of us are going to have someone in our life. Numerically, and I say this all the time, it's impossible. If women outnumber men, how is it possible for every man to be satisfied? They think, they grew up thinking because they watch a lot of people who have more than one significant other or friends or whatever have you. Um, they get greedy, so to speak. Women outnumber men, that's a fact. You can look at any book, you can Google it, whatever you want to do. Um, social media, they outnumber men. So they keep that in mind that, okay, if this don't work, I'll go out and I'll get another one. Or sometimes they do things to make it not work. Purpose stuff that we don't realize they're doing it on purpose. Because they feel in their heart that they're right and they can get away with it. So with your extreme fear of abandonment, it's a sign of work that you need to work on yourself before getting into any relationship. Because a fear of abandonment can lead you to lend yourself to any type of treatment because you want to stay with someone no matter what. This is the most common theme that we all can say we see in a lot of relationships. Most of the times it's very subtle, seemingly harmless, until the ish hits the fan. If you know that you have an extreme fear of abandonment, you should address those issues head on. This ties itself back to your attachment style and how you were raised. Just as in childhood trauma can create an abuser, it can also create the victim. Nobody wants to break up. <coughs> Excuse me. Nobody wants to break up. But if you have this extreme fear of abandonment in your relationship, <laughs> that is how trauma bonding can crop up or creep up always remember this your abuser can sense that you will do anything to stay with them this is related to attachment and if you are so worried about bonding and staying attached to this person they're going to use just that against you never reveal everything not saying you don't have to be honest But if you tell them things and they sense that you are, will do anything not to lose them, trust me, they're going to do everything that they can to make sure that happens. So what do you do when you recognize you are in a relationship that is based on trauma bonding? If it is a true trauma bond, the relationship is not repairable because the foundation of the relationship is toxic. And if if the foundation is toxic, you have to do your own healing. And your partner has to do their own healing. But a lot of times you have narcissists that are involved in trauma bonding relationship. And for those of you that don't know, a narcissist is pretty much not going to do counseling because they believe they are not the issue. And it's you. So oftentimes it is difficult 
to repair that relationship. So I tell you today, look into uh, your surroundings. Everything that created this relationship. Time, a lot of times we say time heals all wounds. That's not always true. It depends on the depth of that hurt and that pain that either we're giving somebody or that we're receiving. Again, my friends, I thank you for listening. And if any of these things reply to you, again, I'm not a licensed therapist. I just give you thought-provoking conversations you may not even you may have already thought about. But we give you thought-provoking conversations that are so nice we make you it'll make you want to digest it. And again, I thank you. Reach out to Terrence Wright. That's Terrence One R W R I G H T. You can reach us and under the name also Wright Impressions. That W R I G H T M Capital M P R E S S I O N S. You can reach us via YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram. I post a lot of stuff during the week. If something hits me, then I try to dive into it and get to the core of it. And I like for you to get to the core of it with me. So if you have questions or you have answers or just want to talk, reach out to us via those channels. Again, the music that you heard and the thoughts that you heard are not necessarily from the, uh, the thoughts or privileges from the stations that you heard. And again, thank you for listening. This is April 25th on a Sunday that we will never ever lose thank god for this creation in the name of our father we thank you again for listening god bless you my friends continue to listen as this podcast continues to grow love lust or just bad behaviors which is trauma god bless you thank you for listening be good peace